<laughs> no, we're just, okay. Well, we got all the laughies out. <laughs> just go, <laughs> oh, you know this what I our, fucking didn't do? This I is our to, new format. What? I meant to switch it to uh, the other hard See, I'm not like the same height as I'll you. <laughs> I'm Gonna fat. Just so <laughs> now you look normal. No, no, you got to go back down. I, you look normal. I just I I physically normal. can't do that because I'm fat. Like, go lower. No, lay down. What are you doing? Like Sorry. this is the bit during the actual pie up there. We go. Yeah, okay, right? Am I good? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm good. Hey, man. <laughs> nope, you're laughing. I got reset. <laughs> and take <sighs> one day, four. We don't have any. Hey, man, want to record a podcast? Not today. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You like an intro song though. Like, what could the intro song? Could it be just be like, "We're two best friends on a couch, and we're idiots." <laughs> I just wanted we to got Jesse an laugh. Intro. Welcome to the beginning. No, no, we already had an intro. I know. I just wanted to make Jesse laugh, so I was waiting to see if he thought maybe he was supposed to say something. Spoiler alert: It's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the video I made in the last thing, did you? I didn't know. So I got that to look forward to. Is that in the uploaded video that you can find on YouTube? Mm-hmm. It's also in the audio version because I had to re-render the... Oh, it me. is? Yeah, I had to re-render the... Um... <clears throat> I had to re-render the video. Sorry. <laughs> I had something <laughs> stuck in my throat. Uh, that must sound great for the microphone. The thing like, stuck in my throat? Yeah. Well, hopefully it sounds a little less gurgly than the gurgly. last one did. Mm. Um, yeah, how's, how's your day going? I'm good. I'm good. I only spit the we last. Spent most, yeah, we spent most of the day together, so I don't know why I'm really asking him. Nope, that. We, we, we went to the gym, yep. and then uh, we just had food. I'm so full right now. <laughs> and then we record the podcast. <laughs> yep. I actually had two podcasts today, because I was on Leah's podcast today, and then... I came here so on this podcast. Just as like a <laughs> <Our podcast. laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um I'm going in this podcast completely blind. Unlike the last one where we Dude, had kind of topics <laughs> to talk about. He had not told me what this one will be about. We have so. topics. Why do you gotta pull the curtain back like that? No <laughs> I, one has to know you're clueless. Mm, like I'm clueless. You don't need to be clueless. Spoiler alert, always clueless. <laughs> I thought we could talk about spoiler culture. Spoiler and, culture and backseat gaming. Okay. Um, which is really only a term for anyone that watches Twitch, because you, like, yes, you can backseat game in real life, but like, no one's like, who's fucking like, I'm not sitting behind you. Where I play no, you're like, right. Turn left. But there is <laughs> you know? some point so where if I see someone playing and it's like it, if they're of like a lesser skill, I'm not gonna say I really hold back on it. But I think to myself, like, oh my god, what are you doing? What are you doing? So I, I, I guess we'll start. We'll start I'm with backseat gaming it. since it's probably something that some people don't know. So if you don't know what backseat gaming is, for anyone that doesn't really watch Twitch, or uh, it's a YouTube problem as well. If you watch gaming content on YouTube, but if you don't watch gaming content, why are you here? Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, when you're watching someone on Twitch or a YouTube video. And they're playing a game. Backseat gaming is when someone who is watching tries to interject themselves and tell the player what to do. Um, on Twitch, it's way more prevalent because while you're in the middle of playing the game, people in chat will just shout out things to do. 
Um, and backseat gaming could be anything from like mechanics to telling you that like your build is wrong to right. um, <clears throat> telling you like how to get through a puzzle. Try having to get through puzzles is like spoiler slash backseat, no, but it's more backseat I'm, gaming. Yeah. And I can definitely recall the one memory where I did it with someone who had just started playing their first playthrough of Portal yeah, 2. Yeah, you did. You did it with Cheats. Not intentionally. No, no, it wasn't intentional. It, it, it is something that's hard to get used to because... But I am a very bite-my-tongue kind of person, so I do hold back a lot. Yeah. Um, I felt bad. <laughs> so that is what... It's okay. But that is what backseat gaming is. It's just when someone interjects themselves. For a YouTube thing, it's more so... There's not really a lot of backseat gaming. There's backseat gaming in the way that people will critique the way you're playing your character or the guns you're using or they will tell you all the stuff you missed and stuff like that. That's really backseat gaming and that can definitely annoy people who are on YouTube. Um, but in the Twitch sense, um, I want to just discuss like opinions like is it a problem like you know like what did we do before so sure. i guess like i'll start with just my opinion i think that i think that when you're excited about so i think everyone has different levels of what they consider backseat gaming you know sure yeah um because there are plenty of people that say they don't want backseat gaming however if they're like not meleeing, and you just go, oh, by the way, the melee button's B, and they go, oh, shit, like, thank you. Sure. Like, I mean, that's, To them, that's, that's not backseating. Sure, that's just a general tip. That right? is backseating to some people, though. Is it? Um, Interesting. When I play a game, I, I, I very much like to... Unless I ask, right? If I go, fuck, I don't know what the melee button is, does someone know? Then, like, sure, tell me at that yeah. point. When I play a game, especially if it's the first time I've played... I actually don't want to be told the mechanics. Mm. I don't want to know about crafting. I don't want to know about like uh, melee. I don't know. I don't want to know about combo. I don't want to know about sure. any of that stuff because I want I... to know if the game told me. Right. I um, also think like, I mean, I don't stream on Twitch. I have maybe taken over the Nerds Live account two or three times in total, and I just never really enjoy that aspect of oh okay I do have people watching I don't want them to tell me what to do I think that's why in a sense I don't want to stream and I would what prevents me from streaming um I th well I think what it comes it to might not be as big have... of a problem as I'm probably making it out well, to be it's, it's but... a big problem but it's not as much a problem because if you have mods who know that you don't want backseating like your mods will catch chat before you get a chance to look at it if you make it known you don't like backseating most people aren't trolls and they're not going to backseat it's really not a huge thing to like worry about there's very few people who do it unintentionally and then when you tell them don't do that they just don't do it anymore sure um and then if not your mods will ban them or time them out or stuff like that like usually mods are good at, at that as long as you tell them i think what that's you a want, good it's you know? a good way to go about it i mean um i i think if you're like taking away from someone else's enjoyment it's just why, right and i get that, that i i definitely get that some people uh, especially if you don't stream I get that some people just get excited about a game and they just want to share it. Like, I've definitely done that in the past in person with people yep. where I'm watching them play a game. And I I used to do it a lot when I was younger. Like, I would tell people, like, oh, you should play, f like, Fallout and I'll watch you. And I'll, like, because yeah. I like watching people play <laughs> games for the first time. And, and yeah. you know, I'd be like, go pick this up. Go. I kind of think, like, when I was playing Dragon Age Inquisition for the first time and I was strictly screen sharing the game to you, I think I was more so afraid of that, that that would happen. And I, I, I think I screen shared it to you twice. 
Um, but like, I think I was just scared of that happening. But like, it also felt very fatiguing to me to have someone else watch me play. I don't know why. Um. Yeah, I think it might just come because I stream. Maybe I don't know. But like to me, that's not that fatiguing. But I could see how it could be. Like I could just see if you're just trying to like. I think the biggest. I think that's your perception of it, though. I think your perception is I need to be entertaining, even if it's just my friend watching. Yeah. That you feel like if you're just being boring and doing something that you want to do, that yeah. like it'll. But I also think like it's just even having someone else watch. Not not alone necessarily. Like because you didn't backseat game at all. You gave me tips when I was definitely stuck. Right. It's just I think I having to talk to someone while try and be immersed in a single player game was really taking it away from me. No, that's fair. And it was the first playthrough. So Jesse so. just never played it again, by the nope. way. Like, that was just it. Just, it's not like Jesse was just like, I don't want to show you me playing it. Jesse just never played it again, so. Yeah. Um, Life happens. <laughs> I think talking to someone else in a single-player game is different than just showing it, you know? Like, I think streaming a single-player game is a lot better because you could stay immersed and you could just have your audience be immersed with, like, um, like be immersed with you. Sure. You know? Whereas I think actually talking to someone while you're doing it, yeah, it takes you out because you're still aware of people being there. Like, I will definitely say that if I played Mass Effect for the first time with someone watching... Um, someone who had played it before, you mean? Even or? if they hadn't played it before. Oh. Like, I still... Like, like I think it's different. I think if we were both together sitting on the couch doing it, yeah. I think that's different. That sounded really wrong. <laughs> playing a game. <laughs> we're out of context. Playing a game. Um, There's only a penis between us. <laughs> just one. Um, I, I think if we were sitting on the couch playing a game, like it's it's different. Um, because then we're kind of just we're, we're both aware of like the surroundings. We're both like watching the thing. Like we don't need to worry about like a feed going up or whatever. Like we can all just be quiet, almost like it's a movie. You know, like yeah, I can yeah. immerse watching a movie with other people around. Right. If I'm having a conversation while the movie's playing, then yeah, I'm not gonna be able to get right immersed. So I think that might just be like a different thing when you're in a Discord call, screen sharing. Excuse me. Yeah, Sorry. You're good. Um, you are good. When you're in a Discord call streaming, um, there's almost like a a hidden, like I need to talk, you know, like because we're in a call, you know. No, so I definitely one hundred percent on both parties too. Um, yeah. Because that's what Discord's for. Like it'd be weird if you're in, and we've been in Discord calls where we're silent for like an hour before. <laughs> right. Like it's not like that's a thing that doesn't happen, but. Um, I think it's it still makes you want to like do that. Whereas when you're like alone playing a game, like there's no need to talk. When you're in person watching a movie or TV show, there's no need to fill the silence. You know, right. there's no like sense that you have to do that. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, what what made you? Uh, I don't know. Like, think of this specifically. Well, I there's just been a lot of. We we are watching a lot of people stream. So well, so we talked about it last week. Mass Effect came out. The yeah. Legendary Edition yep. came out very recently. Came out a month ago, a month and a half ago. And a lot of people are streaming it, and it's one of the most beloved f like trilogies right. that there is. It's in my opinion one of the best video game trilogies 100%. that exists. Um, uh, it's probably my favorite game, if not just one of my favorite games. Um, especially all three of them now, um, all together. 
and there is a lot of spoiling and a lot of backseating, and I watch a very specific streamer, and I'll give him a shout-out, Old Man Broski, because we talked about him last time. I've been very much enjoying his playthrough, and he very much does not like backseating and definitely does not like spoilers because he sort of likes figuring it out for himself. He doesn't want to, like, have his hand held by other people, right. just giving him tips that he doesn't need, and it makes him feel... I, I And I definitely feel, too, as a streamer, I know when people are shouting things at me and I feel like I'm doing things wrong... I just get stressed out. Like, you're just yelling no, at me that I'm I, doing stuff wrong. I think, it's like, okay. like I, I like, think that also kind of ties into before what I was saying with the fatiguing. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. The Like, having someone constantly need to correct you or... Right. I, it just, it's very, I guess, you know, for the millionth time I said it, fatiguing. <laughs> right. And, and, um, Leah, who's another person that's part of Nerds Alive, she, um... Um, was streaming on her channel and she had someone that um, uh, spoiled something in the game was also trying to backseat the entire time as well. I see. Um, we've had these conversations a lot. Like, we've talked about it a lot. It, it's been relatively prevalent, especially when new big games come out. There's always mm-hmm. a lot of people that, right. that talk about it. And especially when it comes to old games, you talk about it a lot. And so a lot of... of Streamers like to go back and play old games that they never got to play because video games come out f- fucking so fast that you get to m- you miss a whole bunch of titles. Right. Um, and uh, I thought it'd be just an interesting topic to to bring up. Also, I was listening to an old podcast and it made me think about spoilers and also just about spoilers in games and things like that too. Okay. I was to say, um, was it something I did or no? Why? Oh, spo- no, no. <laughs> I mean, Jesse spoils stuff for me all the I... time. So, Jesse's actually only ever spoiled, I think, like, one thing for I me. I think it was... Um, Jesse, Jesse spoiled... So, this is a spoiler for people. There's a specific scene in... Um, Critical Role, was it? Well, there's two things, then, oh, if you're really no. going to gonna... <laughs> count that. So, there's two things. Uh, if you're going to watch the new season of Mandalorian, there's a cool scene in it. I haven't seen it yet, but there's a cool scene in it. The internet has probably spoiled it for you already, but if it hasn't, don't even look it up. There's just a cool scene that happens... Um, and Jesse, like, t- I don't know, two days after that episode came out, got it spoiled for him because I don't think he was even watching that. No, that it season. was a channel it just on got... YouTube called Corridor Digital. And let's just say they remade something. They remade that... a scene from it. But Jesse yeah. showed me, or Jesse said, oh, hey, did you see this, like, scene in this thing? I was like, no, but now I know. Like, with this with this character? And I was like, no, well, now I know you all know, of those see, things are like a In thing. the back of my mind, the so, way that would have worked is I would have forgot about it because it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, you, I specifically Now, now this that. is ingrained into your head because you keep bringing it up. Um, <laughs> right? You just go, like, five years without thinking of it. And then... Just like me playing sure, Mass Effect. Sure, if I wanted five years from now. <laughs> like, oh, my At God, the internet, this happened. After he said it, like, I would have been spoiled by the internet anyway. So that's why I don't actually really get no, I'm, I don't I, really get mad at spoilers. That's I also like feel like thing. they should have, because they they made that video really fast, by the way. Whatever. I mean, like it's topical, you know. It is, but like, like I feel like I should have had spoiler in the title. It's or a something. TV. So here's the thing. There's actually, and the reason I talked about that is because I was watching the the Rooster Teeth podcast, and I was watching old episodes that came out around the time of Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones season eight. They okay. both happened at the same time. I totally forgot that that happened. Like, Endgame Did, and Avengers came out at did, the same time. They? Yeah. Huh. Isn't it crazy? So, they every week they had the last 30 minutes of their podcast, they 
would talk about spoilers for the current episode right. of Game Didn't, of like, Thrones. the whole script get, like, leaked for the season or something? Yeah, yeah, like but they weren't talking about that. Oh. <laughs> they are just talking about... They watched the episode... Okay. ...the day before, and they were going to talk about that episode to people. Um, so they gave a warning... The next week after that, they would talk about spoilers in the previous week. Because they were like, listen, it's a TV show. If you're watching this series, then you're going to know. You know, like, sure. you're going to be like, all bets are off. You can watch the show. You have a whole week of it. It's easily accessible because you can do it from your house. Like, you can't keep people from not talking about something forever. Because then word of mouth right. for shows well, and stuff doesn't that's really like... pass. Like, uh, the Hobbit book and people are like, oh, hey, this happened. Like, yeah, but the book only came out. 50 years ago so is right. it a spoiler <laughs> no well that's i think but, that's it i think that that's like the no i i see where that can go in both ways but it's like what if someone has it on their radar but they just don't have access to it at that moment it's season eight you have to watch eight seasons of a show sure before that. no i, I get eight that. seasons that's easy i mean i did it in a month that's fair, but by the time you're going to be so involved in what's happening that at like those other seasons, you're probably going to specifically forget that point. And if you don't forget that point, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy the show along right. the way. You know, um, like yes, if you know about the red wedding, like is it going to make the show any less enjoyable? No, because you get to see the journey. You get to enjoy Which it in a different way. I you know? gotta say, I had no idea that was a thing, but someone told me they're like. At the end of the season, your jaw is gonna drop, and I, and like that was probably the best way someone could go about telling me without like introducing a spoiler. Well, so a lot of people think that that's a spoiler, really, and I actually somewhat agree with that. I think just shut your fucking mouth. So here's the thing, right? No, I guess right because you're kind of expecting it at that point. If you were like, oh man, I'm gonna go watch the Lord of the Rings, and I was like, oh man, wait for the big battle at the end, you'd be like, what the. Fuck? Fuck, like... Sorry, I know it's loud. You're peeking there a <laughs> bit, but... <laughs> it's okay. We realized that peeking actually didn't do too bad about it. Oh, okay. Well, sound. I didn't mean to inter interject on the podcast. Um, Sorry, yeah, so Lord of the Rings. But like, if yeah. I told you and I was like, oh, man, just wait for the end, the entire movie, you're like, everything seems like it's going okay, and you're just going to be like, fucking focus on what's going to happen at the end of this fucking first movie or whatever, I you know? Like... It's the same thing if someone goes, like, there's a twist. And and the reason I brought that up, too, is in video games, that's de if you're watching a stream and you're like, oh, this next part is, like, insane you or know, whatever, yeah. it's like, that's a spoiler. Like, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Like, I, I, I think I have to agree with you Like, on if that I now. was, like, right, if I was, like, uh, um, I don't know, I was thinking of, a, like, in Halo, let's say. Like, let's say in Halo I just got on a pelican and the pelican's flying away and they're like, oh, this next part's really good. I'm like, my pelican's going to get shot down. I was like, I'm imme you're immediately telling me that, yeah, like, something big's going to happen. You're setting yourself up Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get shot down. Someone's going to die. Like, you know, it's just right. like, I, you yeah. are. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. like, that to me is a is a spoiler. Now, can it not be, like, sure, like. You could say a lot. Like, like, I think I think beyond saying that, like, I really enjoyed this thing. This thing is really good to me. Yeah. That's not really a spoiler because you're just like, oh, he enjoyed it. Like, you know, yeah, unless, like, I, I only I mean... specifically, like, if, if like, the only type of movie I liked was a movie where the main character dies at the end and I was like, I really yeah. like this. You'd be like, so, like well, fuck the main character. But, me like, saying, like, like playing, I don't know, Red Dead Redemption 2 made me cry multiple times throughout the game. Is that really a spoiler? No. But, no. Well, so, like, yes and no. But because no, I feel like because it there's happened. no... Uh, I'm not going to play the entire game expecting... 
what moments are going to be where because I just Every said single throughout moment. the entire game, right? Right, and you didn't say if you cried like happy tears. Like there were many times where I cried happy. Like in Mass Effect, in all the Mass Effects, there are, there are moments with characters where I'm just like, where I'll cry just happy tears. Yeah. Because I'll be like, oh my God, this is just making me <laughs> so fucking happy. Like, you know? Um, <laughs> and yeah, but so like, I can see why people do it. But here's the thing too. I, I actually don't think that there's a huge thing wrong with, like, spoilers. Like, I am not a per Like, I will say, movies are different. I think you should give people a chance to, like, go see a movie. I think, like, sure. if you walk out of the theater like, do you and you're, like, Dumbledore like a, dies, like, Do you have, yourself. like, a time period of where you can if justify you what's a spoiler really, and what really, really care about a movie yeah. that you want to see, you will probably see within the first two weeks. Okay. And I would say after that, that's up to you to avoid what people are going to talk about. Okay. So because that's like... I, I see. So do you, you think that can be definitely be like job. transitioned in over to the, uh, or I guess applied to the video game industry? That to me is different Because though. like... A movie is two hours. Sure. That's it. Okay. Two hours. And like $10 or $15 depending okay. on where you go see the movie or whatever. So yeah, there might be a money concern or something. And I think that's a young, that's more of a younger person problem. Like... Yes, as older people, we don't always have 10 or $15 to just go to the movies. But for the most part, if you really, really care about a movie and you really, like, are going to care if spoilers happen, then you will find $15 to go see a movie. Sure. You know? Like, I think that's just, like, a thing that in two weeks, you know, within two weeks, people get paid. People have money. Like, you know, like, that, like two weeks is a good time yeah. period okay, for people that's, to do things. That's fine. That's fair. Video games are are different. I think, one, I think it's easier to probably... Avoid video game spoilers. Um, that might be so, but I was also going to say in that sense of like, I'm going to say Mass Effect 1, because like we had just said it was put out in a, a re-release as a Legendary Edition right. a month and a half ago. That's almost 10 years in between, right? So it's like, but I still get it if you're like trying to uh, bring in like a, a new on, or I guess, oh God, I am slapping. My verbiage is very terrible, and I apologize <laughs> in advance. Um, verbiage, vocabulary, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's just like trying to like have a new fan, I guess. It's like, do you want to take that away from them, or it's like it depends. Like I'm not gonna go. Like here's the thing, I'm. I think the spoilers people are more worried about are spoilers that happen in passing by conversations. Because if I'm specifically going to talk to you, I'm going to ask you if you've played the thing. If you haven't played the thing, no, I'm not going to talk to you about it. Because what's the point in me talking to you about it? You know, right? Um, that would that to me that just doesn't make sense. You know, right? Especially if you say, "Oh, hey, like, can you not talk about that? I want to play that." You know, then I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'm definitely not going to talk about it now." Which but if me and you are having a conversation and Leah walks by and we're like, oh, hey, like, did you see, like, this thing? And she hears, like, oh, they're talking about this movie. Like, I want to, like, not – I don't want to know because I want to play this game or whatever. Turn around and leave. Okay. She doesn't have to sit there. Or she say, oh, 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 like, hey, you know, uh, actually, no, what that would be rude. She should just walk around and leave, you know? <laughs> I think, like, I think the hey, 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 whoa, 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 like, don't talk about that. Like, especially if it's something that's, like, really old. Video games, again, are different because not everyone has time. Mass Effect took both of us over a hundred – you're almost done with it. But took us to complete all three games more than a hundred hours. Yep, that is true. A lot of people don't have a hundred hours to they, play to a game no, in, a, in a short amount of time. It really hasn't been a short amount of time either. Like, it's been – <laughs> it's been two, almost two months, but yeah, like a month and a half. Um, 
and even then that's like if we took we took a lot of our free time to do that you know right um because some people just get to play video games for two three hours and right and that's it you know or like every other day they get to play a couple hours and so, and that's it so it can it, take a very long time it, for those games it's funny that you do bring this up because um i definitely had a friend or i still he still is my friend i don't know why i'm <laughs> saying i had a friend yeah uh <laughs> he would get he would play the game but he'd get very impatient with the progression of the story so he would just go on youtube and find the cutscenes and watch the cutscenes all the way to the end i'm okay with that but like and then he would go and tell me about it this happened. Oh, multi- no, that's stupid. This happened multiple times. Like while the games were new, you mean? Yes, very new. And this actually no, happened. No, that's fucked up. Like that's that's when we like, played to me, that's Gears of War spoiler. Five. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, the game." I was like, "I was like, oh yeah, I'm just playing this on Game Pass." I was like, "I'm really enjoying." It. He goes, "Oh, the ending's trash." And it's like, well, now I know, kind of know. Like, I mean, I'm very like uh, unbiased when it comes to things like that. Because like I can't the say the ending is trash to me. I don't think it's a spoiler. No, but it's I just like it's like it's I don't trash, know what don't to like... expect at that point. Is it something that's gonna like leave me jaw drop or jaw dropping like scenario, or is it like you know I is it? Just I gonna don't. Be, like... If you're gonna count that as a spoiler, you saying you cried multiple times in Red Dead counts as a spoiler. Okay, that's the same thing. I, I don't so. count that though. I don't think either of those things are spoilers. I think that that's just like. I think ruining someone's expectations is a whole different conversation. Like, it's not a spoiler. That's just someone, like, being a dick to something you might like, you okay. know? Like, um, but I've actually had this set person come and say the endings. No, no, I'm sure they've actually spoiled the endings. Yeah. No, right. That That is different. That's, like, them just being a dick. But um, I think ruining someone's expectations are, like, a, a completely different story. Because if you... If I go, oh man, I'm watching all the Marvel movies right now. I actually, re- I'm all, I'm gonna go watch Civil War. I'm watching them all in order. Like I'm really excited. I'm loving them so far. And someone goes, yeah, Captain Marvel sucked, and <sighs> everything after Civil War was pretty bad. Then that's not a spoiler. That's, that's just, just their, mean. Um, like you're just ruining sorry. my enjoyment of something. Yeah, you know? okay. Like I'm enjoying these movies. Let me go in with my own expectations because now I'm going to go in with like this whole like I, I might not want to watch these movies anymore like you're you're just sort of ruining my enjoyment or I think the biggest thing in video games with that is people that say a game games that are split in the fandom the people that are so vocal about something being garbage and when people say oh I'm going to go play this I'm excited to play it, and they go yeah it's garbage it's like why you I... think it's garbage let that person form their own opinion right I love Andromeda. I st- I was just playing Andromeda. Like I'm gonna go through and do my actual playthrough well, I of think it like, again right. for the second time. But so that, I think that that kind of more stimulated from right. But I also think that stimulated from how the game launched. Right. People thought the story was trash after. Oh it was really? Launched. Yeah. It's a it's a very. So split I was gonna say the game. same thing about like maybe Cyberpunk or something and how people are just like very upset with the game itself because of the bugs and a lot of people like the story there is split too though like i think like if you say the game is shitty because of the bugs or whatever like that's a different story like you're just tempering people's expectations for the game maybe not working like perfect example i bought horizon zero dawn yes. haven't played it it's a ps4 port so it's obviously not going to be super great <laughs> on I, PC. i heard it was actually pretty good the game is really good. I heard it was very demanding on the, the requirements. Correct. So for a lot of people, it's a shitty port because... Because it's very demanding on requirements. Because you could just get a $200 PlayStation 4 right. and play it perfectly. Right. But on my 
$800 PC or their $800 mines of more expensive sadly than I had to <laughs> That's spend the so price much money of my for, processor. But <laughs> okay. yes. but you know for them they have this 8 to $1000 computer and they can't run this game that yeah. runs on a $200 PS4. Yeah, like right. I'd be upset because you know and that's the thing is I read a review and this guy said um this game is trash. And then I went to read the review, and he goes, the all the graphics look really bad, uh, and unless you have a supercomputer, then, you know, you're not going to enjoy this game. That game has, I haven't, pl- I haven't played it yet. I've only heard things about the story, and I've heard the story's really, really good. I've heard a lot of really good things about the game. I'm excited to play it. I um, think, like, I think the snippets I've seen of the gameplay actually... Seem pretty cool, but yeah, and I I ran the cuts. The cutscenes are all rendered, not they're not pre-rendered. They're rendered like in engine while you're oh. playing, um, and just whatever settings it set for me, perfect. It ran at sixty frames a second throughout nice. the entire cutscenes. Nice. I didn't have any skipping. Does Every, that game it looked have... like hyper realistic? Like this thing, it looked yeah, incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, I <laughs> I don't want to take away from your conversation here. Yeah. I was gonna say that new Hideo Kojima game what was a Death Stranding uses mm-hmm. that engine. It makes sense. Yeah. So. I could see that. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it looks crazy. And I could see, because it looks so good, I could see why. Apparently, I didn't have shadows turned on at all. I didn't even oh, really? notice that. Yeah, so I turned <laughs> them on. Um, but I, uh, like, that that review could have kept someone from playing the game. Because no, I actually heard definitely. that a lot. I heard a lot of people say that the port wasn't good and stuff like that, and therefore the game is bad. And, like, yeah, the port might be bad, but you might, like, like I think there's a different way to say that. Like, sure. you shouldn't say the game is bad, well, you say the port is bad. I guess like, one thing that kind of comes into mind, also, when you say that, is Batman Arkham Knight. By all means, I think it was absolutely, like, a stellar game um, from start to end, like, the whole way through. Mm-hmm. And when that game came out, Warner Bros. had pulled it because everyone, like, review-bombed it because... It, one, it required, like, such demanding hardware, and two, mm-hmm. it was very unoptimized. And, like, I don't know if, like, people who had a chance to play it, like, actually... So, I, I, I'm i okay review bombing, like, where everyone says it's bad even if they don't own the game. That's normally what happens when something gets review bombed, is there's a lot of people who don't play the game, and they just are hopping on the bandwagon of everyone else complaining. I don't support that. I do, however, support a negative review for a game if you can't run it. Because that's your audience still. Right. If you have an audience that buys your game and they can't well, run it. Well, how about this? Because we had talked about the Windows platform. And you think a lot of people who had, was it the at Windows 10 S? Yeah. And there's a lot of games that they couldn't launch from the Microsoft Store. That's from the Game Pass thing. Yeah. That is. Okay. Yeah, if you have Game Pass, and there's you a said... lo- like Gears of War, for instance, a lot of people couldn't launch... Gears of War right. because of the way Windows like stores the game. So if you have like if you had Windows 10 S, you tried to launch it, the game would like auto shut down because it wasn't actually like I don't know if it's because it wasn't a 64 bit like operating system or something like that. But there were a lot of people that said they couldn't launch games. It some of them couldn't have just been Windows 10 S, but like I think that I, I do think that that's unfair to the specific game developer. Because that specific problem is there. But your game specifically, yeah, that has to do with that game. They made a game that was that demanding for an audience that doesn't have the hardware to play that game. Right. They should have made a game that is, is right. more 
there. Or they should have warned people that that was what it was going to be. Right. You're not going to make everyone happy, but at least if people were warned ahead of time. Back when that came out, there were no, re- there were no refunds either. So... Uh, a lot of for Arkham, people... for Arkham Knight. Yeah, I think you are. At, yeah, I think that's I honestly that might have, like have sparked it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean there were a lot of, especially specifically for PC games, there were definitely not. So you bought a game and you couldn't play it. Like you had to say your little brother bought it by accident, <laughs> and they would hopefully give you your fucking money back because if you just said you couldn't run it, they'd be like, you should have looked at the specs. The problem is too. I think a lot of places will say what the minimum requirements are and the game still doesn't really run at the minimum requirements. Right. Which I think is like the biggest problem because I'm sure Arkham Knight said like you need Windows 7 and like like when did Arkham Knight come out? I think like maybe 2015. 2015. So probably 4 gigs of RAM and probably like a graphics card from 2009. I honestly like, think I don't know. I'm kind of curious for now minimum, because you're for saying minimum. this. Yeah. Recommended like and that's the biggest thing too. I don't know. People don't really do it anymore because Steam now highlights I think recommended for the most part. Most people don't like if you have a good enough computer don't even look at like requirements unless you know that your computer's like older. Um, Sorry. I am just very curious as, as to what the specs change to. The biggest thing that I hate is if you look at minimum to recommended. Yeah. And if it's that big of a jump. If it's, like, dual-core processor, 4 gigs of RAM, and, like, a a graphics card that's 6 years old, and then the recommended is, like, 980, uh, 16 gigs of RAM, and uh, an 8-core processor, it's like, what the fuck? Then, (laughs) obviously, these minimum specs are going to look like shit, because recommended isn't even to run highest. Recommended is to run at, like, optimal levels. Like, it's not even, like, the most smooth frame rate. The minimum requirements is six. All right, so this game came out, um, yep, June 23rd, 2015. Mm -hmm. The minimum back then was six gigabytes of RAM. Yep. uh, GTX 660 with two gigabytes of video memory. That's from like 2010. Yeah. So that was the that was that. Um, so five year old graphics card. So the recommended was an i7 3770, which I think at the Wait, time. Wait, what was the a, minimum processor? Oh, uh, i i5 750. So that's that's odd. A five year old graphics card, but a the 750 was new. No, i5 750. That might oh, be oh 750. Sorry. Yeah. That's a first-generation i5, so that's also like a five-year-old processor as well. But at one point, um, I think when it launched, it said 10 gigabytes of RAM as the minimum. I could be wrong. I might be uh, misinterpreting. Probably not as the minimum, because then people definitely wouldn't have bought it, because most people didn't have. No, that's the thing. But I remember it being like it wouldn't get very... review bombed for minimum specs. Though I mean, like it could have, but it like most likely would have just been the difference. People saw the minimum specs, would have been able to run it, and it still wouldn't. You have know what game there. is very demanding, by the way. What? Um, Rust. Yeah, I think to run that, that as like a <laughs> <laughs> to run it's that as like yeah, it's like not <laughs> great. It's like early access games are never optimized correctly. Which, by the way, they also did like a big overhaul too. A lot of the stuff in that game recently. What are you? Come on, we're talking about something. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what were the? You didn't read the recommended specs. For what? You just said i seven. Oh, sorry, you didn't it was i seven thirty seven seventy. Okay. Um, and a GTX seven sixty. And eight gigabytes of RAM. 
760. That was recommended. Yeah. That's odd because that's also like a three-year-old graphics card when that game came out. Yeah. But 760, when, yeah, it was like 2012. But I'm pretty sure when the game launched, it was much <laughs> it was much more demanding until it got pulled from by, by Warner Bros. itself. I guess if they wanted an opt here, So here's the biggest thing and probably why that happened too. I remember hearing this. All of those games, especially um, who published that? Was it EA? Did they publish no, it? No, it was Warner Bros. I don't think Warner Bros. is a publisher, a video yeah. game publisher. Because Rocksteady is a developer. Is Warner Bros. still a game company? Did you just say it's a Siri? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, I was talking about right my, your phone. I, no, I'm going to go look it up. Sorry. Warner Bros. still makes games, yeah. They do the whole Injustice and all that. I mean, it's it's a thing. Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they make games. Or they publish games. Oh, they did the, the stupid Harry Potter app, too. Oh, yeah, they did. What, the interactive one? Mm-hmm. I'm also out of frame on camera here. I apologize. I was, like, leaning too far off, like, getting comfortable on the couch. Oh, yeah, Injustice Mortal Kombat. Yep, and they're also making a couple of new Batman games, or-esque Justice League games and all that. But that's... Um. Anyway, especially that, stuff. probably, because those are video game thing. like, vid- sorry, those are movie video games. Like, a lot of them are based off of existing IP movies sure besides obviously like batman is a comic i guess but and the games are probably based off the comic but they didn't make those until the movies were successful right um that is i um, i think i would have to agree with that statement but they also made the harry potter games as well i think they also made uh um, yeah but that was like when those games fall i wouldn't say followed very closely to movies at least the lego ones did in a sense they made the leg ones, but they also made the movie ones as well. They Some did. of them didn't follow the movies at all. That was the biggest problem. Um, what I was going to say was... Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what I was going to say was those are existing IPs. Most of video game or movie IPs that are made in video games are made for consoles. That was people's... Because I, I remember that because I didn't play the Dark Knight games. The Dark Knight games were made for consoles. Yes. And almost all... All of the games that came out on PC at that time were just ports. Right. They were poorly optimized yep. ports, yep. and that's probably why people did it. It wasn't necessarily that it was so taxing. It was that they just didn't optimize it for PC hardware. They optimized it for consoles and just ported it over a shitty mess for the people on right. Which on console, I guess I gotta which Mass Effect did for one and two as well. There's still some very, by the way, in Legendary Edition, there's still some very specific areas in the game that definitely tank my computer. I had that too. I can't. Um, I, I'm I thinking can't remember exactly where, but yeah, the holding area and the docks of uh, the Citadel. I don't have it on the ship, actually. Sorry, I oh. lied. But, oh, wait, on the Citadel. Um, yeah, the holding. The area. only place I think that I dropped FPS was on the dance floor in three. Really? Yeah, in the club. Huh. Yeah, you your hardware is older though. It is, but and the problem is you can't change the graphics settings. No, so. I think that's also a thing. But um, I gotta say, I do as much as flax at Rockstar gets. They definitely take the time to optimize their games. Hmm. Even yes. Because, I mean, the games come out maybe a year or That's two That's my after. problem. Here's my thing. Yeah, I I applaud that. Yeah. It's just applauding a less shitty thing, though. 
That's literally, it's literally like someone saying, like... So you want, like, a simultaneous Well, no, release. it's like a bunch of people who just, like, pass an old lady as she's trying to cross the street, and one person just fucking picks her up and throws her across the street. <laughs> we're like, oh, yeah, he helped her across the street. It's like, no, he still did something <laughs> shitty, but at least, yeah, she's safely across the street now. Okay. But he didn't do it in a nice way. I mean, safe like, is, yeah. Okay. It's just like, it's, it's like, you like that example? Yeah, that's actually pretty I, It's just like... So like what would you like, you would it's like want the game, the game to so come he, out simultaneously with well, the release? Okay, of... so here's another example too. Okay. Um, Lay it on me. Uh, a priest and a rabbi walking through. Oh no. <laughs> no uh, um, uh, cyberpunk. That was a bit. People applauded, and let's let's say cyberpunk wasn't even out yet, right? Yeah. People applauded cyberpunk because they 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 said they didn't want crunch. Another company did the same thing. They said they didn't want crunch time. Yep. They didn't want these employees to work eighty yep. hours a week without. Yep. Overtime, or some of these employees just like not seeing their families for three weeks before the game comes out. They very much didn't want that, and so they pushed the game back um, multiple times. Yeah. Uh, yes, and people applauded that. They were like, "Yeah, like okay, like we want like people to take care of themselves. We don't want crunch time." Like most people who actually care about other people were happy with that decision. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> that yeah. is still a less that that's a le- you're applauding a less shitty thing though. Yes. They should have already had the game almost done and a release date shouldn't have been announced until the game was almost done. That's my personal... And it goes into what we talked about last week a little bit. My personal take is you shouldn't have a release date for a game until the game is 75% done. Sure. I there think are some the terminology where they... for that is like, uh, what? Or I, I was going to say like No Man... Not No Man's... No Man's Sky? Yeah. Yeah, where they had like a thing where the game had gone gold but still launched the way it did. Gone. What do you mean gone gold? I guess it's when it like gets burned to a disc for not retail, but I'm sure. not sure. I don't, I don't know. yeah, I don't know terminology, but sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. But anyway, they, I remember seeing a Twitter post that said, "Oh, a game's gone gold," and the whole like crew is around them and this and that. They're holding up a CD. But, oh, but the game wasn't done yet. It know? wasn't done. So yet. That, right because they're trying to have a day one patch. Right. That's the same thing. I mean, that's another thing is like that is just like it, literally if a company put out a game. And it didn't have a day one patch, and it just worked day one. Yep. That's the bare minimum. And yeah, we would be so blown away if a it's, company it's did It's funny that. to think that you say that, right? Because and I get, like, small day one patch. Like, I, get I that, like, see a lot of things like that on the internet. One, but... And people are like, oh, this wasn't a problem back in the early 2000s. But it's like games back in the early 2000s just weren't also as complex. Okay <laughs> that is true. So I will say that. that That is one thing. Games are more complex. But... Games were definitely more polished because you didn't have that system. Right, well, and I yeah, will I say mean, I think that system has made developers lazy. I think the only game I could think of that ever had patches and it required online connectivity was SOCOM. Right, and so the games like on on Xbox, Halo had patches for usually multiplayer, but really not for for single player. For single player, like I, I think most companies polished a single player, and once that was done, yeah, that was done, right. and that was it. Um. I think that th- literally, if a company does the bare minimum, we get to applaud that. And to me, that's just like sad because there were games that came out that weren't as polished, and those games had glitches and things like that, and you could go through them. But most games, when they shipped, weren't unplayable. Right. Like, I- you probably can find a title. You could probably go out there and say, like, this title shipped on the original Xbox or the N64 or whatever, and you could say, this game wholly was broken. Like, you could not beat this game because of a glitch. Okay. But I bet that'd be really rare, right. you know? I bet if you took 
75% of the games that came out in the past year and brought them back to before day one patch, you probably could not beat them. I guarantee they would be unplayable. I guarantee 75% of this game I'm, would be unplayable. I honestly, maybe. Uh, it's really hard to say. But, you know, it's also kind of like amazes me too is a lot of the teams that made games back then were also very much drastically smaller. I I'm I'm not blaming I'm not blaming the no. people by the way that are making no, these no, games no. by the way. I'm blaming the 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 publisher? actual pub well not even like it could not be the publisher like a lot of them probably is the publisher's fault. <laughs> it's the game studio's fault because they're putting so much pressure on the devs to meet this deadline right. when a game comes out. Which is funny that I guess you um had said Cyberpunk for that example and you know like all these things like uh I don't know like the memes where it'd be like EA bad or EA shit or something right. and like CDPR uh, good or, right. you know and it's just like right. and at the end of the day they're a company that wants to make money and the devs themselves are passionate about a project and don't have enough time to complete it right. and I bet but every I single say, one of us would be the same way Cyberpunk was definitely conceptualized I think like early 2013 they actually made Cyberpunk before they but it was, it was a comic it was definitely a comic that started well they they came out with the concept for a, a game that was first person like that that was a shooter before Witcher 2 was made. Really? And they focused everything on the Witcher 2, the console CDPR? Witcher, yeah, huh. the console Witcher and then the Witcher 3 yep. and they let them take more time to focus on the game because either the play test for like the first person shooter didn't go well. Like okay. it wasn't exactly cyberpunk yet. It was like a okay. futuristic cyberpunk-esque like era Shooter that yep. never got to come out because they focused on the like Witcher Two and because right. they were working with right. like internal DS2 console things and stuff like that. Well, they they still kept that. updating Witcher Three until like maybe late twenty six. I don't know the year. I think it yeah. came on twenty fifteen. Yeah, that's another game. That game's great. Like seriously, like The Witcher's an amazing series, and The Witcher Three is an amazing game. That's another game that did the bare minimum (laughs) and we all like praise it and love it and like the game didn't do anything to go like above and beyond like every other game it's a an amazing game no i also think like the developers took care of the game and i you know they didn't again you're saying the bare minimum right i kind of had a game that was polished that was good they didn't right (laughs) but i also kind of like want to commend them for not just like letting the game just go and die down a sinkhole or something Right, and I th- here's the thing: I, the bare minimum a company could do for the game is for the first year a game comes out is 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 updated and patch it, just glitches and stuff like that. Yeah. Then if you put out DLC, you basically should keep patching a game with fixing glitches and bugs and stuff like that yeah. until a year after your last DLC. So, like, how do you feel about Star Wars Battlefront Two? That was another post, game that was shit when it started. Post, and the, yeah. Post, and the developers uh, took care of it, and that's exactly it. So you would say they did a good job on the that? The develop once, yeah, once Disney was like, go fuck yourself, EA, <laughs> and then they were like, let DICE do whatever they want with it, and DICE was like, oh shit, we're going to turn this game around and make it really good. Look at what they fucking did. Yeah. Look at what a yeah. passionate team of developers that care about a series, that care about the players, did. There were still things you could spend money on. There were still microtransactions, but I still got to play that game and have fun with it without feeling like I had to spend money yeah. on it. Oh. I love that I game I guess you now. get your pride and sense of accomplishment out of it. It had more <laughs> players like a year ago or like six months ago. Thank you. <laughs> like six months ago than it did when it launched because players were like, yeah. oh my God, they did such a good job with this game. Well, like, I think yeah. also once they tied in that extra game mode, 
that definitely brought more lifespans of the game. Everything. Free care. Like, you got to play characters yep. that came yep. out. They added new maps. They added new game modes. That's taking care of a game. Yeah. And I bet it led to people buying the game. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. I think people forget, like, what DLC and stuff like that would actually do. And I think I, I was just <laughs> watching something. Um, oh, Square Enix is coming out with a Guardians of the Galaxy game after the really shitty Marvel's Avengers game. Interesting. They're still well, releasing. They made they made the Marvel's event. Square Enix did right. The yeah. Okay. And now they're making Guardians. They have the Marvel license most likely to make those games. Is my guess. Okay. Um, which is why they're capitalizing on the the. That game's on license. sale, by the way. <laughs> Marvel the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was saying it's a live service game. It's really shitty. Very few people play it at the Square. I didn't watch the Square Enix game, but uh, event. But apparently, at the Square Enix event, they announced Guardians of the Galaxy. They announced a roadmap for Avengers, and they're still putting out content for it. That you have to pay for some of it. Interesting. And pay for the DLC. No one's playing this game anymore. There's like 500 people that play this game. <laughs> Who is this DLC that for? You're wasting your money. Dead on arrival. Which is why I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a first. It they actually have announced it's a single player narrative game. Interesting. They have now learned <laughs> that. Single player narrative games can still make a lot of money, wow. which I think uh, uh, I need like EA to back, get that through like, their brain. Yeah, it's almost like we're going back like 12, I, 13 years. <laughs> and here's the thing multiplayer games also sell really well. Call of Duty, Battlefield, those games sell really well. They wouldn't make 30,000 of them if they right. didn't. Those games do really well. And I think Infinity Ward cracked the code in this new era for having Warzone free because that's also worked for Cold War as well. Yep. I'm sure Warzone having all the Cold War stuff got a lot of people to buy Cold War, you know? And even if it didn't get them to I buy mean, Cold War, probably, it definitely got people to fucking spend money on like the Battle Pass right, yeah. or whatever, you know, in order to get Cold War weapons and whatnot. So, right. Or people to buy the Cold War weapons because they can't buy the game. You know, or they don't want to buy the game. They don't want to grind multiplayer, so they just buy these right. these weapons from the store or whatever. That's how you do that, right? I don't feel like I have to do that. Like I could just go buy Call of Duty, play some multiplayer, and play the game how I like to play it, and then I can hop into Warzone and play it, and yep. I'm okay with that. But like, I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I don't know why it's become a thing with publishers nowadays, where it's like everything has to have a multiplayer attachment to it. I mean, fucking EA, I think EA kind of dragged that into everything. Mass Effect 3 probably wouldn't have had multiplayer if You don't think EA so? Didn't well, no, you're it. probably right. I, I'm 99% sure you know, EA actually, made them it's add weird, it. You, Dragon Age Inquisition you bring this was up. forced to have multiplayer. Dead Space 2 had multiplayer. I never played it. And yeah, probably not Bioshock play 2 it. had multiplayer as well. Did it really? That was actually, that, it was kind of cool, but yeah, it was just like. But Bioshock wasn't EA. Who? Who? Bioshock is, uh, that was, <laughs> I can't think of the company. I can't remember. I can't, I'm not going to look it up. up. You're going to look, look it up? up. Okay. You keep talking. But like, I just can't think of like why that's become a thing in a game that's definitely like heavily single player driven, right? Sure. I think games that can like pull it off like Grand Theft Auto it's a or Red Dead on what? 2K. Oh, Okay. Yeah, like I don't know. Those games can pull it off because they can make activities to make up for I, it. Right? I, uh, here's the thing. I am okay with the mul- Last of Us or, multiplayer. The first Last of Us had multiplayer. Yep. That multiplayer was fucking awesome. Yeah. Very few people played it. Like I it wonder, died down pretty quick. It was fun as fuck. It was just like playing Gears of War. Actually, multiplayer. I think it was very similar in that sense. What? Tomb Raider. 
the reboot had multiplayer. I did see the multiplayer. I think, if I remember correctly, that came out after The Last of Us. I think yeah. they tried to copy. The I Last think that's of Us what they were going. Yeah. And I, if I remember correctly, I don't think they did like a great job. I think mm. it was okay. I think it was I... an Xbox alternative to The Last of Us's multiplayer. Uh, I Last mean, of Us was still that makes I sense. think more fun. <laughs> but we definitely messed around in a private match, and that was. <laughs> It was okay. It was that's all I could say. It was okay, but it was a private match, so I didn't get the full. Experience. So you played the Last of Us. Imagine the Last of Us game. Yeah. If the NPCs were just real players, that's what it was. I like see. a ma- like the tenseness of trying to be silent. Yeah, yeah. And sh- scrabbage, uh, like uh, like scavenge materials to and, then build yep. bombs and ammo huh. and arrows and stuff like that. I assume that's it was all tied was. into a very like small. They're all smaller maps. Setting. Yeah. Were they maps based off of the single-player locations or just like... I can't... I think some of them were. Hmm. I think they were just the cities and stuff. That I got to say, I like when games so. do that, by the way. I Yeah, we talked about that too. Well, we haven't talked about it on the podcast, obviously, but... Um, uh, what game? There was a game that did a pretty good job. I guess Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty 4 did a great... E- yes. Every map in Call of Duty 4 was... It was a variation um, of a single-player level. Was a very right. It was actually and the single player level. They usually just added barriers. A lot of times it was after it was after the events of the single player too. Or if not, like slightly shifted around. Cause I'm like, trying to think. I know. I think every map you walked through. I don't think shipment. Uh, that might have been a DLC, wasn't it? No, shipment was in Convo. You're right. That was the only map that wasn't part of. But like that was. But that takes place in uh, Chernobyl, right? It doesn't take place in like the yeah, Chernobyl city. It's just like outside the yep. city. Like if you like. Took the camera out of the map. Yeah. You could see the city in the background. Actually, you might uh, you might be able to walk. That might be somewhere you can walk through, and they just added that fence around there. Mm. You probably could walk through the that yeah. actual area, and then they just fucking fenced it in. You know, mm. and that I could also say like I guess the way they did spec ups too. That was cool because it was just spec like was cool. existing single player levels, and they had that one Call of Duty Four level right. that you could. I th- so I, the I I definitely think games can have a multiplayer component. Last of Us Two. People really like Last of Us One multiplayer. A, a large majority of people yeah. like Last of Us well, multiplayer. Two didn't come with the multiplayer, did it? Two didn't ship with it because they wanted to spend more resources focusing on the story. I think that and makes focus sense. on the gameplay, right? Because they know what their core audience wanted. Right. I think that's the same thing. I think Call of Duty players. I think some players like the story a lot more than the multiplayer. Most Call of Duty players like the multiplayer. Right. So, well, how do you think? Like, was that a good move on Treyarch then for eliminating single player in four? No, because I think they lost that on sales. But I think there are a lot of people who aren't like you wouldn't buy. Like if that if Call of Duty Black Ops Four shipped with a campaign, would you have spent sixty dollars on it? No, no. To be would fair, you have spent ten dollars on it? Like two years later, like yes, but uh, yeah, maybe two years later. But right. it's also a period of time where I couldn't afford games. <laughs> no, right, like, and I th- launch. right, and I think that's it. So I think they focused more on like the thing that made sense, which I'm okay with. Right, I think that game's a multiplayer game. And it was weird, but I don't think it affected sales that much, which is why I think I think it's up to a developer if they want to make a story that can stand alone and they still have enough resources to focus on both things. But I think if you're going to just spend more resources on something, in my opinion, that game should have just been better because they cut out all of single player, you right. know? It should have just been a better experience right. and they yeah. very much, like, I didn't do that. that. <laughs> um but yeah, like the like Mass Effect, for instance, I think had like a cool thing for it. But I don't like the multiplayer was fun. I think like that game's just not like meant for Mass like Effect, the combat in that game is in the cellar. Because now we we talked about like uh, Tomb Raider being the Last of Us is, for consoles <laughs> for, for, for Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that was like EA's way of trying to rival Gears of War in their survival mode? 
because like yeah, that worked yeah. very well for Gears of War. Oh, 2. every I mean every game tried to do that. Yes, I, I don't think it was to rival specifically that. I think it was just to make a. a would you say Gears of War? Yeah, like Gears of War was just copying zombies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most of the games that had a horde mode were yeah. basically just copying. Zombies. Yeah, that's and true. that's not the first one to ever come out. I think that was the first one on to console to ever be that popular. Right. Like a selling point. Right. And I think other people were like, oh, people really like this horde based like game or this wave based like right. horde. And so Gears of War put it in Gears of War two where they just had the horde based game. Which I would say it was fun. I actually really enjoyed playing that with other people. And it was very different. Like there were different things that you could do that made it not just like zombies because the waves actually ended if I remember correctly. Like you had to just survive a certain amount of time. They, every wave of yes, different things. Yes. Um, so it was more like a it, it in between like spec ops slash I didn't like, play the game enough to but I, I know like that was yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, and I I think it was just something that like that was that what they thought a game needed to have. Like they obviously couldn't make a PvP game. Like I I think they know Mass Effect Combat was just not built for player versus player. Right. Combat. So I kinda wonder like if they didn't include that multiplayer component would the single player combat have been as good as it is now or do you think it would have been like I just think, a slightly no, I think they knew they wanted to make combat better and you saw that from Mass Effect 1 to 2 yeah they took a oh, big definitely. focus yeah. on making 2's combat mm-hmm. a lot better which I will say I actually very much like 1's combat now that they redid it like it's it's definitely up to par could it be better like yeah if they like remade the entire game sure but like I think what they did with 1 in the Legendary Edition is really good now um, I'm kind of curious because like you had said um, them cutting multiplayer from The Last of Us 2. Do you think them putting the game out exceeded the bare minimum? Or, like, do you think it hit the bare minimum? I don't... I So, I didn't play The Last of Us 2. But from what you watched, at least. I watched a bunch of people play it the first week it came out, and I saw a bunch of streamers play it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear about any issues with that game. I didn't huh. hear about any game-breaking bugs. I didn't hear about any bugs that were just, like, an annoyance yeah. that you just had to put up with. I didn't hear any of that. That was the bare minimum. And I don't think they... No one applauded them for that. I think everyone applauded their story and their... Some people were upset about (laughs) the story, but, like, I think most people applauded them for their their time and dedication and attention to detail and jumps and leaps forward in technology for graphics and things like that that they pushed the PS4 so far. When did that come out? 2019? 18, I believe. 18. No. What was the last game before? They because they make Uncharted as well. They do make Uncharted, yeah. And that was like what four or five years? No, that was twenty seventeen, I think. So was yeah, that? five years. Oh, man, I don't want to like. I'm still tempted to look these up, but I don't want to like <laughs> get too distracted um, on my phone. Well, anyway, but the the they did a good job of of doing all of that stuff and they didn't get applause for that i think people kind of like pushed that aside because they were so focused on the things they did do well but... 2020 by the way last of us yep Two. oh that makes sense because the, the no pandemic had started already that yeah that's the yeah. thing is i i really feel that like... was the funny thing because it came out like right at the beginning of the pandemic what was the last uncharted four four yeah 2016 so yeah it was like four yeah. years prior um but anyway i i think that that they didn't ask for like all of these um crazy accolades for that. They put out a game and it worked on day one and I don't think people like gave that enough attention for that because mo- mo- like game companies don't really do that anymore. Right. Like yeah, there probably was a day one patch but it was still like 
you have to download the game anyway. And I don't think I, I think it's different because sometimes day one patches are like fifty gigs, and it's right. like, what the fuck did you? Why did you? Like, what am I? What yeah, did I pre-download? No. You know, like yep. it's. Um, oh God, what game did that? I'm trying to think. I mean, the day one patch for Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I think, was like. Nine gigs. Was I remember it? on the day it came out, I, guess I had it's to download like a span of like gigs. three games. But like you look at the change logs, and it's like there's small things. I think because things. the textures I think were so big, way... and they probably had to change some of the lighting yes. and textures. That's what really I just also think it's the way that Unreal space. Engine compiles the game. That's fair. I, yeah, I mean you gotta replace chunks of it most yeah. likely. Sure. I mean that makes sense. I think. Yeah, I I I just think that like. Just because a tool is there doesn't mean you have to utilize it. Like, yes, I think we should be utilizing tools to, like, fix glitches and bugs and things like that. Mm -hmm. But if you ship a game and it doesn't work without you having to, like, fix it, then your game wasn't ready. If I went to work with no pants on, I'm not (laughs) ready for work yet. I got to put my pants – just because I can put my pants on at work. Huh? Sure. I, yeah, it depends on your profession. Sure. But if I go to work and I, yes, because I can put my pants on at work, doesn't mean I should every single day go to work without Sorry. pants and then put them on when I'm in the office. Like, that doesn't drink. make any sense, you know? Yeah. I think it's the same thing. I think if you just have a tool, it doesn't mean that, like, you need to just rely on that, you know? Right. Um, because, like, I, I think it makes for a bad experience. I think these game devs and and I think I think game companies going public made the game industry a lot bigger. Like yes, I agree because all of these investors were investing a fuck ton of money into these games because yep. they realized that they were profitable. That's great. I also think that that was a huge like bad decision call for, the, for a lot yeah. of 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 things too. I don't know if it's a bad decision in a sense because well, we like, have probably pushed way further because of it. Sure. In that sense, but also I wonder like say... how it's like because like in some cases, CD Projekt Red, yep, the biggest earner from what I've heard in their country in terms yep. of like economic mm-hmm. value, yeah. So it's like that's got to be a good thing, right? Because they are a publicly traded company. I are they? I, I, don't I know. believe so. That's probably why it's the fucking game association <laughs> came out. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't. I actually don't think that. I, so I think Naughty Dog. I don't know if PlayStation owns Naughty Dog, but I know I Naughty Dog themselves aren't a publicly traded They, I mean, company. they must because they've been with PlayStation. They're PlayStation exclusive, but I don't necessarily know. Just like know. Insomniac. That, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I guess, yeah. I don't think Insomniac, is that Insomniac owned by PlayStation. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think... All I know is like these games are like the ones I grew up with on PS1, like Crash Bandicoot, which is Naughty Dog, or Spyro, which was Insomniac. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So they probably are. Um, so, but I mean, now that, you know, they made the reboots, it's not the original developers anymore. But um, I do think maybe they just, like, forfeited. I'm not forfeited. Because they, they definitely sold the licensing, didn't they? Sorry, I was looking to see if Naughty Dog's publicly traded. I don't think it is. Um, Naughty Dog is a brand of Sony Corporation. Okay, so they are owned by some Sony. They are owned by Sony. But they're not publicly traded. Okay. Uh, I'm actually looking. They might be publicly traded. Huh. On a European... No, that doesn't make sense. Okay. Never mind. I don't think they're publicly traded. They might be somewhere. Maybe. Um, I just feel like games that have come out that are really, really good recently yeah. are games that don't have that 
pressure from other companies. And yes, there's less hype around a lot of those games that come out, you know? Games that are smaller that do really well, like especially like um The Outer Wilds, for instance. Um not Worlds, the Outer Wilds. Okay. I was gonna say are you just <laughs> saying Wilds. that wrong? <laughs> Firewatch. Um Yes. So um, that makes me well they're owned by Valve now. Are they? Yeah. No, that's funny. Um But that's a game that they that's a company that releases yeah. with time, so Yeah. But um, uh, I'm trying to think of other smaller, like Little Nightmares. What's well, the um, thing, right? Like, I guess it's kind of big, but that's the thing, right? It's like indie developers, they, I guess they have more risk. They have right. more risk, but there's there's also less hype around those games too. So sure. it means that they don't necessarily, you don't have hundreds of thousands of people when they announce like, oh yeah, Little Nightmares Two is gonna be like, you know, two weeks later or whatever. You have a couple people like, oh damn, I'm so excited, like, oh two extra weeks, like that's fine, whatever. Yeah. Instead of a hundreds of thousands of people going, Fuck you, like where's my game? You know, yeah. like it's just like there's GTA less hype around 6. that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just like and I to me it like ruins it because I think if 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 I'm a company, and I like, I think Bethesda's done it really well so far. Like, they're yeah, they're, they can be shitty sometimes. But they said we're working on Elder Scrolls Six. That's it. No release date. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sitting here hyped. I'm just like, cool, they're working on it. Like, do I have anticipation? Yeah. But I'm not, like, looking forward to this date that's going to be pushed back ten times. And right. they've helped themselves, too, because if they're like, right. oh, you know, we didn't announce a release date, so, like, this is going to take us an extra six well, months. They're like, ah, oh, okay, well, whatever. Okay, then how do you, like, how do you, you know. feel about, like, when they release or gave a release date for Skyrim? And then, like, the game... Mm. And then the second release date for Skyrim. And there's there's two? third release date. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's two? No, like, oh, yeah. What, what what didn't they release that thing on? But... You played on your fridge. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. But, um... Just like they said, 11, 11, 11, right? That yep. was the release date. Mm-hmm. Which, goddamn, that was almost 10 years ago now. I, I, I can't remember. Did it release on that day? It did. That, that was cares. That was your whole selling point, right? Did the game... I mean, I guess, I don't know, did the game launch polished for you? No, because it's not polished now. It's released two <laughs> times it hasn't been polished. Here's the thing. I, I will say, if you're looking at it from a standpoint of, can I play this game all the way through and not have a game-breaking well, like, bug, I believe you can. Now that you say that, because that is PlayStation way less users, than the play, I don't know if it, I can't remember what Bethesda game it was, or if it was new vegas or skyrim yeah but like the more save time you had the bigger the file save became that's been every that's the creation engine that's That's the problem with the creation engine that still happens today i think with fallout 4 really i think they've said that special edition and fallout 4 because they use the updated 64-bit engine that it doesn't do that but i've heard other things like i heard people on the xbox one play the special edition yeah and it does do that. Interesting. So I will say I've never noticed that on PC, but PC hard drives are way faster, and they might store yeah. things in a well, different but way. But you then. could put solid state drives in either console. Yeah, and load times are faster. Yeah, there were some people that waited like three, four minutes per door in Skyrim. Like there were people who, well, even on my SSD, like there were people who were still... like, I have to sell stuff. I don't want to go through that door right now, though. <laughs> All right, time like, to that, go. We don't ever have to think about. Put the that. controller down. Go. Go. Take I will a pee say break, I have hundreds. Snack. I have. I will say I've. I have like, I don't know, twenty-five different characters on Skyrim. Yeah. That are all different things. All have variations of saves. Some characters that I played a lot of have 
30 saves, <laughs> you know, each. I don't think I've gotten that far. I mean, I've beaten I make new characters all the time, yeah. though, and I get, like, 10% saves. <laughs> I don't think I get that far before I end up making a new character. That's my problem. But I think, like, I haven't noticed that. I don't have to, like, that doesn't run my gameplay. I don't need to, like, sit there and be like, Oh, do I go through this door now? Like, I guess if I go, if I click on this door, I'll go get a glass of water because it'll take that long. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need to think in that way. Like, that's just the luxury of either PC or just the way that PC loads those things, or having a solid state drive or mm-hmm. mods or whatever. You know, because yep. I have mods that make load screens faster as well. Um, but like. Like, yeah, if that stops you from playing the game, then no, it's not polished. Like, you know, like, I think that that's, like, that's a thing. Like, I think, my thing is, even if you gave them unlimited time, Bethesda probably still would have released that game in the way that it was. Because they've shown that they don't update anything after the fact anyway. (laughs) So I think they've already shown that that's just, like, not a thing that they they do. They put out very minimal patches. Every single patch for Skyrim that I've ever seen has also included a DLC or no, a I fucking No, I think I would have to agree with you on that because that's... So, they obviously <laughs> don't care. Um, that's that's funny. About it. So, no. Like, I don't think that... Like, I don't think that that's a... Uh, like, a super polished game. I think it's a polished game in the very, very broad sense of I can play it all the way through without a game-breaking bug. Like... That's the thing. And I could probably maybe enjoy it <laughs> that way. Really I also just can't play a vanilla game, but there's one game which I guess I'm trying to think of it. I guess it was Sniper Elite too. And there was one part of the game where I died and it reloaded me in the game. Yep. And it kept spawning me under the level. <laughs> Now, easily I could have just hit reload checkpoint, but I don't know why. Something like that like really made me mad enough to uninstall the game. We've had them with Halo 2, though, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I will say, I think that's just, like, you can never stop all glitches, right? I think right. that's just, no, like, that's I, a that's, game engine thing. Right. You know? And I would say if every single player experienced that, then your game's not ready. Right. But I, could, I, I will say that, like, we had that with Halo where we would get, like, a spawn point and we would just be, like, a grenade would be thrown on the ground and, like, we just keep spawning in that same spot over and over. I know I've had that in single player before, which is like, oh, okay. Halo added in a thing because they knew that, like, there was no way around that besides restarting the level. Just let's put you back another checkpoint. Right. So they added in a system so that way if you die too many times at a checkpoint, it just reverts you to an older checkpoint. Right. Um, Which is just, like, a smart thing in, in the game. And I think you only have to die, like... I think if you die too close to your checkpoint time, yeah. you actually go back faster. Huh. Um, but, you know, we had it where we would actually, like, have a checkpoint that's okay. We would just run out and die so quick because of just, like, yep. how hard it was. <laughs> and we'd get reset checkpoints yep. that way. So, you know, it's just a thing that, like... Good times. Yeah. It, it's never going to be perfect, but um, I think games just have that stuff. However, if, like, like Cyberpunk, for instance, where the cars just flipped over and you just couldn't drive them because they would fly through the air, fly under the ground. Yep. That's unplayable. No, I... Like, that is... I cannot play that game. Like, if, if I have to avoid driving a car, because that'd be like if in Skyrim, every time you got on a horse, you fucking flew, <laughs> like, 30 feet. If I had to avoid horses They're because just, of that, then, like... They were just testing the early space program they game. Were, exactly. <laughs> if I had to avoid Stop that you. stuff, then then to me that, that that's broken. You yeah. Know, like, that's unplayable because I, I can't use this specific feature in the game because of of that, you know? Yep. And I think that 
I, I, I think having all these devs... Ha- like, I think, one, having these games not being almost done when you announce a release date, that's what creates crunch time. Like, yep. all these devs talk about not wanting crunch time. All these game companies are like, we pride ourselves on not having crunch time. And here's another thing about crunch time, too. I'm actually not super against crunch time. I'm against forced crunch time. Right. I think if... Working 70 hours a week. <laughs> right. I get, if you're a developer... And you actually are very, very passionate about a project. You know, yeah. small dev teams are a lot are, are like this a lot, where they 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 want to release this game in a certain time. They know it's almost done, and they want to put in the extra time and do that. That's fine. You know, like if you want to work eighty hours a week to finish something, go for it. Like if you're that passionate about something, I I love people who are passionate, and I think that that's okay. Is it healthy to do? Excuse me. Is it healthy to do? No. Like it's not. And I think that you should try to avoid that at all costs because I don't think that that's a super great thing to do. Is it morally wrong of the game studio to like let people work on something they're passionate? No, especially if you allow them to like go home and shower and, or like you give them showers at at work or like you you allow them the freedom to do whatever they want. As long as you're not forcing the people to be there, yep. them using their own passion to like do that, I don't see any problem with that, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um you're not going to live in a perfect world where people are going to see it that way. Like the people that spend a lot of time on crunch time are people who probably feel if they don't do that, the company might be mad at them or the company is like, right. Oh, you like, won't do this. Like, Oh, okay. oh all right. Well, we can just find gonna, someone else. <laughs> oh, we're just going to put this on the review that you didn't stay 40 extra hours to work on this game yeah. or whatever. You know, like if, if you just feel that pressure and the company's not actually telling you, you're going to be fired for not doing it, but they're like heavily implying that there's consequences to not doing it. That's a shitty game company that's just forcing people to do it. Um, But if these games were almost done, and then they announced a release date, there wouldn't really be crunch time. Yeah, there might be, like, last minute, like, the last four days before the game comes out, there might be people who just want to stay after and, like, fix things or whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with just saying, like, release date to be announced or... Not at all. Coming I think them announcing Starfield. Or... I'm hoping Starfield's almost done now that they announced it. Like that's my thing. I mean, they gave a if, release date with it, right? Right, and that's my thing. If Starfield's like only 25 percent done, but they think that they could do the last 75 percent in a year, go fuck yourself. Still, you it's know. like you're putting. There's so much more pressure to now make sure just because you think it's a lot easier to predict how long it's going to take to do like 10 or 15 percent of the game that's left than it is to do 75 percent i think right. a lot of game companies when they have like a core gameplay loop and a story made that they're like well everything else will just like come together now because now we know what the gameplay is like and now we know what the story is so that'll right. just be super easy and it's like you have no fucking idea what's going to happen when you start adding in the environments and adding in the story right. well, and things like that it's like yeah. I'm kind of thinking That's about like what with Cyberpunk. when they showed Spider-Man, the new one. Yeah. And like they did like the whole blocking out the assets of the city and everything. Yeah. I was like, That's cool. But I was like, I don't know how far they were in terms of like those games that are good too. But those released, by the way, I day one, those didn't have any issues. Yeah. Fucking Sony's fucking with their yeah, first yeah. day. I think God of War too. Well, I think they have like a lot riding on that because they're such big titles at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, I will say, I think the well, actual that, but... console studios, like. Sony and Xbox, I don't Their think I've... first party titles. You know? uh, I can't say that because fucking Master Chief <laughs> Collection was garbage. By the way, I can't. I can't say that now. I take it back. I take it back. I will uh, say that that was a very ambitious thing that they did. Yes, and I'm sure yes, internally it, it might have worked, maybe, but like it was not. Especially multiplayer was just not good. Um. Um. 
<laughs> but first party titles, I don't know. I can't. I will. I, 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 I'll compliment Sony Sorry, because I'll every just put Sony... my Nintendo goggles on real quick. <laughs> every so... no, no, fuck that. Nintendo, <laughs> fuck Nintendo. That's fucking <laughs> Jesse. Jesse claims he doesn't wear Nintendo goggles. By the way, Nintendo goggles are just people that who. Who? That's another company. That's like people applaud this company for doing things. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, this game works. It's like, oh, this game that they released six times already, and yeah. like it's an HD remaster. Like, yep. oh yeah, yep. sure. It's like, and here's the thing. <laughs> I get a lot of hate for that comment. I'm sure. <laughs> no, uh, Nintendo I, games are good. They are good. People Except are like, oh my god, you do multiplayer in Mario fucking Party. Animal Crossing? <laughs> like, well, wow, that's really great. Multiplayer, it's super cool. It's like the oldest system. It's like dial-up multiplayer. You know, like, yeah, no, we talked about this, and that that is one thing that like really got me mad. It's just that we're a game that released in 2020 and still has like multiplayer from like pre. Right. I don't know. That's <laughs> like that. I, I think multiplayer like that. I think multiplayer on the let's PSP just, in 2010 was everything. better than fucking let's just switches. Pause everything you're doing and give us like 10 minutes for the other person to fly. The over fact to your that island. everyone needs to stop what they're doing for someone to leave your island in Animal Crossing. What is that? New Leaf. It's exact, just so. So Animal Crossing New Leaf, which came out in 2012, yep, was exactly that. Here's so, and that's my th- that's to me that's what Nintendo gargles gar- gargles that's what Nintendo <laughs> gargles are, that's what Nintendo goggles are is no that game people really who just give them a pass because they have something that's new you know or have something that is there that like wasn't there before yep. like the Nintendo service it's like you're paying thirty dollars a month for a service that or not a month sorry thirty was thirty dollars for like year. six months is it a year oh a okay year. Was, yep. that's right because it's sixty dollars for Xbox Live a year so yeah you're paying thirty dollars a year for a service that does ten percent of what well that was my thing Xbox right? Live does and P- I was so happy Plus. when I had it and they gave it for the first free year I was like this is nice but then again I they also have, have any first party titles with multiplayer multiplayer right. You right. know, and they don't have. I don't. Do they have and Netflix then, and stuff? Like, can I download I apps Netflix and play is, that? No, I don't think Netflix. Oh wait, is it, no YouTube's there. I don't think Netflix ever made it. They have Hulu. Okay, so I mean, there's apps. I mean, that's fair. I it guess you I, like. Do you apps. need the Do you need the the Nintendo Plus for that or whatever it's called? That I don't know of. Probably not. Because I know that Xbox you actually don't. And PlayStation you don't need. It was Plus just like that, things but. like when Rocket League came out, it was free because they had their free thing going. Mm-hmm. And then like oh. You gotta pay for our our service so you could use their service, which I guess essentially that's what Xbox Live does. But Xbox Live offers so much more. You have achievements. You have a proper friends list with an invite and party system. And right. It's like, what does Nintendo have? Oh, you have a oh, friends yeah, list Nintendo and you have these cute now. little profile pictures. Yeah, it's just which like update just when. Like... Which update once every bit major release of a? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't. I I really don't. Like, here's the thing: they do have some revolutionary things. Like, I will say, watch it. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry. Um, I will say Nintendo has some pretty revolutionary <laughs> things, like the like Joy Cons and stuff like that. Like the motion controls. I I will say the Wii and like Nintendo has always been really great about that. Like the Wii and the uh the I almost said nunchucks. The uh, I guess it is a nunchuck. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. No, they're I'm pretty each, sure that's what it is called, yeah. No, no, I meant I meant on the Switch. What are they called? Oh, the Joy-Cons? Joy-Cons, sorry. Okay. Yeah, and the Joy-Cons. Like, I will say that those are things. Like, I, I like I know that, like, with the 1-2 Switch, they have, like, the thing to show the HD, like, rumble, the rumble, whatever the yep. fuck it's called. Like, you know, like, I will say they have some cool things that are there. And the fact that you have this console that is so powerful that is in your, your pocket, basically, like, that is small yeah. enough to carry, yeah. that is cool. 
I don't think that gives them a path to like not no. innovate though in the actual areas and catch up with the rest of the games industry when it comes to I think games. Xbox you know. stole the show for that. For what? Just innovation in terms of console. Yeah, I will like I think Xbox has definitely innovated their console. I a think lot. more so I like mini fridges, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say more so for like the the paraplegic audience, I guess, right? Where they don't have like that full accessibility. Yeah. And they had that one big, I don't know if it was like a live announcement or whatever, but they released like these button mapping things. Mm-hmm. Like you could have like a giant block in front of you, and you could like this one big button that you can mash to A or B or start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And things like that. I was like, that's amazing. I, if I remember correctly, I know controllers like that were. I think it's also around for a while, and they actually just asked for support because I think I think PCs have had that. For, right. Well, for I mean, you could play people, fucking Dark but, Souls on bananas. Who are we uh, kidding? <laughs> that is fair. But I know for consoles, there were controllers like that, and I remember especially when Black Ops came out, uh, they were asking for they were one just asking to be able to remap things, which I think was at the time up to the developers and not just yes uh, the overall console. Itself. The overall console. But then I remember I think on the 360, big controllers like that, Xbox started to allow. Right. Um, on the 360, if I remember correctly. Um, Which, I gotta say, um, I think it's cool that that's a thing now. I know, like, game-specific, I'll say Rocket League had it mm-hmm. um, for the Switch. But right. then, like, I think, like, maybe five iterations later on the console, they finally added it. Right. Which is cool. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I started playing the game. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because their uh, A and B buttons are fucking backwards. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just I I I think there's definitely a lot of there's de- I think there's just definitely a lot of people who have a game like I I even think like having like a Pokemon game where they innovate on the last Pokemon game like which they haven't <laughs> which sure I mean like yeah like graphically no. <laughs> graphically they have I will the say. bullshit what <laughs> what do you mean let's, let's throw a 3D character into a 3D world okay done I I think the graphics in like Sword and Shield were incredible compared to Maybe. to uh I think it was shit, that was, was the bare minimum. No, no, I think it's... Sure, I think improving the graphics per generation, I like, think that is the saw, bare minimum. That's the only thing that you have to do. We saw how Breath of the Wild looked. That came yeah. out two years before... I think, I, think I will say, I think Pokemon looks similar, like, as far as... I think... Like, the graphics and stuff like that. Like, I, I think I think they've done a better job with the world, maybe, yeah. in Breath of the Wild, but I don't think, like, you know... What? No, <laughs> Uh, but your I, mic was almost in your mouth. Oh, sorry. But I don't like. I don't think like, um, like yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. We're like <laughs> moving this cushion around. We're not gonna uh, fill all over. Yep. Um, Watch the YouTube video. Great. Yeah, yeah we're just motionless. Yeah. Uh, we are pretty much just motionless. Um, I I think that Breath of the Wild did a better job of just the environment and stuff like that. Yes. But I think the graphics, like graphics wise, they look similar. Like I think they both um, push the. To be fair, I'm thing. judging a game that I've only ever seen screenshots of. That's <laughs> that's fair. To, to actually watch it in person, it actually was pretty. Good. I'm just not but gonna I think, pay sixty dollars for a game like, that came out. I yeah, I just right. I just think I think that's a big thing. I think like other consoles have sales and stuff like that. Yep. I think which I guess Nintendo ha- has had in the past, but it's like ten dollars off or whatever. But yeah. Um, I I think that because they're first party, most of them are first party titles, and because they are like unique and they're pretty much the only kid friendly like 
entire brand. Like, nin- basically, Nintendo's like entirely family friendly. Yeah, no, sure, family friendly. Sure, I'll say family. But friendly. like, they don't need to be that though. They set themselves up for that. Right, but I, but I just mean like I think because of that, people give them a pass. And I think that's where people wear the Nintendo goggles, you know. I get parents just not understanding what's, what else is out there. And I think that because they think that most people who play Nintendo products don't know what else is out there, that that gives them a pass to just not add in those innovations, sure. you know. Yeah. Like if you made a phone, if you made a smartphone that was just for kids or people that had never used smartphones before and Apple came out with like, Touch ID and Face ID and, uh, you know, they came out with, like, Tap to Wake and they came out with, like, all of these features on this phone. Like, swipe, like, swipe gestures and, like, all this stuff. But you were a phone company and, you know, the only people, like, the people that your target audience is, people who have either never used a smartphone before or who um, don't know what else is out there besides your smartphone you're probably not going to spend that much time adding that stuff in until it just becomes the easiest thing in the world to do. Right. Because there's no point, you know, and anyone else who owns your product that has those other things, they're choosing to do that, you know? And I think that's why people choose to just wear the Nintendo goggles and just like give them praise. Cause there's a lot of people who just give them praise because they don't know what else is out there. You know, there's a lot of people who don't know the other video game consoles or that like PC is a thing mm. or, you know, who are just buying these things for their kids and their kids only know Nintendo games and Pokemon and stuff right. like that, that, right. you know, that's just, they just know their audience enough to know that well, enough so people aren't going to like complain about it. Wonder if it's not only that, but Nintendo always seems to be the, the cheaper, uh, of the, of these three. I don't think three. that's necessarily true. I think when the switch came out, it was two ninety nine. That's exactly how much a console was from Xbox oh, and from, cool. From slap me so everything else. <laughs> I think because I think it actually came out before the pros came out, and the pros were four ninety nine. The regular okay. consoles were two ninety nine. I see. Gotcha, gotcha. And then when they were on sale, you could get them for one ninety nine and whatever. Okay. But like for the most part, I think they were two ninety nine, just like the regular Switch was. Then they came out with the Switch Lite. I will say you are mostly correct because they have the DS, and like that was always yeah cheaper. The Wii I think was cheaper when it came out, but it also they they're never on the same schedule as other things. They, no. I think they know that they're not a competitor. I, and I think that's the biggest thing, too, is I actually don't think the Switch is a competitor with Xbox or PlayStation. And I don't think the Wii ever was either, or the Wii U. Because if you were someone who was way less casual about gaming, and you enjoyed just, like, you know, first-person shooters and RPGs and, like, action-adventure games, yep. you probably were not going to be interested in the Wii U or the Wii or the Nintendo DS. <laughs> right. You were probably just going to play... Xbox or PS4, right. you know? Yep. Um, whereas if you're someone who's way more casual and you just like like um, puzzle games or lighthearted RPGs like Breath of the Wild or, uh, uh, I Pikmin. know, there's like Bravely. Whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> I and you're just like, it, they're just way less casual, then I think that's what's there. I think the Nintendo Switch has probably been the, the console that has the most crossover with that because they added the Witcher and Skyrim yep. and, yep. They and had a those lot of games. games. Yeah. I think Dark Souls is on there now Dark too, Souls right? Is on there, yeah. So I think that's now the most crossover because I think they've realized that they can start being a competitor if they if they want to. Yeah. But I think if you're going to do that, then you still have to innovate your actual games to match games that are out there. 
the fact that I could play, like, even if The Witcher doesn't look outstanding, because I actually, I, I think that was a big thing when it came out, right, is that they were like, how's this game going to look that good? Yeah. I heard it still looks okay, especially when you're playing on the smaller yeah, screen, because yeah. I think up-resing, like, 720p or whatever, 900p to yep. like a 4K TV. Well, not just that. Doesn't it also that good, but... does just up-res, but it, um, the game can tell like docked versus undocked, so it will apply different graphical settings if it is docked. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. I, heard, I heard for third-party titles it didn't do that. I knew it oh, did that for first-party titles. Well, I know Rocket titles. League definitely did that. Is it? Uh, oh, okay. Well, then, but, yeah, so third-party titles should have access to do um, it then. So I'm pretty sure sense. Witcher 3 did do it. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, because I think I remember someone saying that Skyrim <laughs> didn't do it, but that makes sense. It's so they wouldn't put in the effort to do that. Yeah. So if it's something the dev had to put in, then that that also makes sense. Um, but like, I, you know, the fact that these other games are coming out with these, you know, innovative and they're up to date because they are games that are available other places. Yeah, like you should have those experiences. There's no achievements on Switch. No. But not everyone. I mean, that's, I get no one likes it. That's, but that's a very uh, not everyone thing. likes yeah. it. No, no. But I th- every other console has that. No, you're right. Every and every I'm other sure platform these, pretty much has it. I'm sure what's crazy to think is that all these games that come uh, onto the Switch probably do have achievements like in some way tucked into right. Besides first party titles, but yeah, the third party titles definitely do. Yeah, because they have to add in like the in-game tracking usually for yeah. for like popping the achievement. Yep. So like it's probably all there. But I think that's it. You, like like you said, the friends list is like subpar. The yep. like inviting, like not even having a private chat or party, which I now can you you can use like Discord or something, right? On mm, they talked about I, a while back. They talked about partnering like that. Yeah. But no, to use a, any kind of in-game chat, you have to download the Nintendo app on your phone. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. Yep. Download the Nintendo app on your phone and play that way. Or yeah, chat I, that way. I, to me, like that's just like, like the whole system is there. And when, I get the, here. I, when the switch came out, by the way. Yeah. This is back when Discord was like it was still big, like kind of like in its infancy. Because I yeah. think like I started using Discord in 2015, but that didn't stick with me until like late 20. Yeah, I don't think because I remember like we were all using Skype still when I first yeah. met you, and then we. But were Discord was like, oh, Discord. we'll provide you with the backbone of our voice chat, mm-hmm. and. Uh, did I just say Skype? I don't know. No, no, you didn't. I you did, said Discord. Okay. So. I did say Discord. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's that time of night. Sorry. <laughs> They're like, we'll provide you with the backbone of our chat. And I guess they just never like did anything with it. But just like Netflix. Netflix is almost ready for day one use. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they were ever approved. Listen, in my closing arguments, yes. I will just say that... Nintendo should do better. <laughs> like I get, uh, listen, I get the, give us I more get, than the bare I, minimum. I get the games are unique. Like yeah. I get that, like, like they have some very unique, like, and amazing titles. And I know games like Breath of the Wild are like full and complete, and and like people really liked uh, Super Mario. Mario Odyssey, <laughs> Jesus <Sorry>. Christ! <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Either so um, with an Italian accent or you're just speaking gibberish yeah, at that point. <laughs> well, you know, Super Mario Odyssey is gibberish. Super Mario. Think about it. Mario. <laughs> That's racist. Um, Mamma mia! <laughs> like those games are unique, but I still think that they can add more. Like I think that like like I feel like if a game is like three hours long and I just spent sixty dollars on it and there's not that much replay, game money's worth out of it. Right. Like I think. 
uh, like Pokemon Snap came out, and I get people really like that game, and it's really incredible, and I'm sure I would love to play it for like three hours. But if I can go through, and the only like replayability or difficulty they add into a game is the fact that you just have to sit there and score. replay it over and over yeah. and over and over again. That's not really adding game time to a game. No. You know? Especially when, if I can just beat the story in three hours, it's like, you just added in extra stuff. That's like when games just add in, like RPG games just add in a grind where they're like, yeah, well, to do this next mission, you should probably be level 30 and you're level 10, but we made this big open area where you can fight enemies over and over and over again until you're level 30. It's like, dude, I don't want to sit here and like fight enemies for six hours and they're like our game is 30 hours long it's like no your game nope. is 10 hours long but you made me sit and kill things for 15 <laughs> hours and i was forced to yep. do it you know like yep. you know I, I think they can be better you know i think they're just doing things like it's like padding the runtime of a movie you know like right i i just think like they can be like they could have just cut. spent more time and added more worlds in and stuff like right that, no i'm know? definitely i agree with um that. anyway that was our podcast I hope Thank you guys you. enjoyed our crazy rants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much the the Nintendo rant, which that I was... which I will say, I know a lot of Nintendo fans also agree that they they could do better, but also like that's just what you have, you know. Like I I think I I get that. I get that. Like if you like Nintendo's products, that's just what you have. Yep. And you could want more, but when there's no one else who's really competing with them in that space, they you know you just gotta wait and see what they do. So like yep. I I also get that. I know that. There's not much anyone can do about that. But thank you for watching episode two. Yep. Um, we are now available on seven different platforms. Uh, wow, seven. About to be eight. That's my lucky number. As what? It's okay, we're about to be eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, sorry, just gotta. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. Um, I'm actually gonna be playing around with editing some stuff a little bit differently. Maybe adding in some clips and stuff like that. I haven't decided yet uh, i might be better about it in the next few episodes uh but we'll see but if you're watching on youtube please like and subscribe uh don't forget to follow the channel we'll hopefully be having more content on the channel more skits more D, &D content uh, a lot more stuff to come um if you are listening to this podcast thank you so much for listening we would really really appreciate your feedback um and uh give us a follow and uh and uh, stay up to date on all the new episodes and stuff like that uh, and also, if you want to watch me on Twitch, and also Jesse will play games with me too sometimes. Maybe I'll even get Jesse to stream at some point. Um, you could follow our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash nerdsalive. Um, but yeah, this has been Two Idiots on a Couch. Do you have any closing statements, Jesse? Yes. Um, love yourself. Dude, what the fuck? We're a fucking video game podcast. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit. Go play video games. <laughs>